we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. Cops, by the way, which you just heard the theme song for. Bad Boys. Starts its 32nd season tonight, Shaw. 32 seasons of Cops. Wow. This TV show has been filmed, what is it? What do they say? Filmed uh, live with the men and women of law enforcement. Subjects consider innocent until proven guilty. That's. In the court of law. Uh, March 11th of 1989, Shaw. So 32 seasons of that. So we're playing Factor Bullcrap. Other shows that have been on air for 30 years. a long time. Edition. Jeopardy has been on for over 30 years. Is that fact or bullcrap? Yeah, I mean, I remember watching that. Yeah, fact. 47 seasons over the course of 55 years. Art Fleming hosted Mm -hmm. from 64 to 79, then returned with Alex Trebek in 1984, so they took a little break there. The Trebek version has been on for uh, 30 years, and then some Shaw. Damn you, you brigand. (laughs) You and your dirty Dago mustache. (laughs) Those things are great. Oh, fact or bullcrap. TV shows who, uh, that have been on for over 30 years edition. The Simpsons yeah, has been just, on for over 30 years. Is that fact yeah, or bullcrap? I think they just celebrated 30 years. Uh, no, what they did. It will be. It will be. But not until December. Oh, man. The first episode aired December 17th of 1989. It's the longest running American sitcom of all time, Shaw. And as I moved 30 tubs full of Simpsons memorabilia yesterday, I said, can you come to an end at some point so these can increase in value? Can somebody on the show die so I can get some value out of these freaking things? Right. Stop moving them. This would be like the 10th time I've had to move these damn things. He didn't get that one right, Shaw. Fact of bullcrap. This one feels like it's been on forever. America's Funniest Home Videos huh. has been on for over 30 years. Is that fact or bullcrap? Boy, you're right. It does seem that. I'm going to say fact, yeah. Uh, it seems like it. It's another one that hits the 30th anniversary later this year. The first episode aired as a special November 26, 1989. Like, hey, let's put some home videos on TV and see people see, laugh see, at, mm-hmm. at dads getting hit in the balls. This is pri- uh, previous to YouTube. Yeah. This, is, right. you know, this was YouTube accidents. before YouTube. It was. It was. It was. Uh, turned it into a full YouTube. series the next year after the uh, original special. Fact of bullcrap, Shaw. TV shows that have been on for over 30 years edition. Sports Center. Has been on for over 30 years. Is that fact or bullcrap? That's all you, Shaw. Yeah, I'm going to say fact. Yeah, remember those brown and tan logos Mm -hmm. in the background? 1979. ESPN launched it September 7th of 79, which is 40 years ago this year. Over 50,000 episodes have aired since then, which is an all-time record for any show, Shaw. That's that's pretty wild. Pretty good run. Last but not least... Factor Bullcrap shows that have been on the air for over 30 years edition. The Real World on MTV premiered over 30 years ago. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Boy, I think so. Yeah, I think I remember watching that in college. Also, uh, it's got to be close. close. It, which is mind-boggling to think that I'm old enough that The Real World was on MTV over 30 years. 27 years 27? ago, 1992. They've wow. done more than 30 <laughs> seasons, though, because they double up some years. By the way, the first uh, season, the apartment in New York City that they stayed in yes. is up for grabs. It's like three and a half million dollars. But you can buy and live there? Yeah, the, the original. Uh, so it was Tony Soprano's house from the, the uh-huh. Sopranos TV show. You can buy that one as well. That's probably cheap. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have you say you're a glass half full or glass half empty kind of guy, Shaw? I'd like to think I'm a glass half full kind of guy. 
I'm, my glass is three-fourths full, and you know nice. that, Brian. <clears throat> I am definitely the glass half-empty guy. Who the hell took the other half of the stuff that was in the damn glass? And why do I have so many glasses in my house? Oh, <laughs> Don't even start with me, all right? I just moved about 5,000 tubs of... <laughs> Glassware? No, of Simpsons memorabilia and books and CDs that my wife refuses to get rid of that weigh about a bazillion pounds. 2,000 Americans recently shown a glass that was exactly half full. Mm -hmm. Then they were asked if it was half full or half empty, and 58% of people said it was half full, while only 16% said half empty. The other 26% indecisive. What? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a decision. The survey also found out that the glass half full people tended to be more assertive, more competitive, more extroverted, and more likely to be a morning person. All 2,000 people had to name the top morning routines to help them have a good day, Sean. Here are the top five. Cup of coffee. Yep. No big surprise. Number one that we need to, uh, number one thing we got to do to have our day get off to a good start is a good cup of coffee, Shaw. Maybe not even yep. a good cup. Just, just a, a cup. Just a, this cup. Is a free cup. Is is a, whatever. Yeah. A cup of coffee. Yeah. I mean, obviously the crap that they've got up front is free, so that helps make it, it taste help. a little bit better. The good stuff's on the weekends, Shaw. And when I get here early in the morning, nobody's around to protect their creamer, so I can just take, yeah. I got carte blanche to <laughs> take whatever creamer I want. <laughs> Number two on the list of five morning routines required to have a good day, according to 2,000 people who took a survey, waking up after getting enough sleep. That's important. Rare. Never important. Never happens. I really do like the birds outside of my house, but there's this one, and it just, it, I don't know what its deal is, but it, it starts at like Angry four bird? in the morning, and it won't, won't shut stop. up. Maybe you so should loud. go to a bird store and get him a, a lover. I so think, can, it's, I think it's doing? his call of loneliness yeah. is what it is. <laughs> Or you can just get yourself a BB gun and kill him. <laughs> that might solve that problem real quick. Uh, number three on the list of the five things we need to do for a good day, Shaw, our morning routine. Uh, shower, morning shower. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For me, it's more of just... Sorry, wake up. I'm in the dark. I don't open my eyes. I just kind of stand there and a little bit of soap's used. And I, it's just sort of a... It's, transition it's period. It's a transition yeah. period. It really is. It's not really about getting clean or waking up no, or feeling just, better. It's, it's just, just sort of, okay, I'm okay. still This is asleep. a part of my day. It's morning again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four, listening to music while you're getting ready or in your car. I was waiting for that one. Yeah, having some sort of entertainment on your way to work mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, here. getting here and going right to it. And then a light breakfast, but nothing too heavy, Shaw. So maybe a piece of fruit or a bagel. Just take my nanner. Nothing about brushing your teeth on there, huh? Well, I think that might be included in the shower part. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a sort of get ready in the bathroom type thing. But there you go. Five things you got to do to have a Sounds good day. Sounds about right. Not talk to people for a couple hours is nice. Like when I get to work, it's nice that it's just me and Mark Meyer, and he's sequestered in his studio, and I'm here in the mm -hmm. Rock Studio, and we don't have a lot of interaction. But then there's people who show up and they start talking to me. And I'm like, look, man, I'm not really. I'm, I was doing fine until you people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to talk all morning. Can we just leave this? Uh, can we, you know, can we not do this right now? I know you got here an hour and a half after I did and you're ready to go. But, like, can you just leave me alone? Phil. Oh, Phil's fine. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. Gallup does a poll every year. Bunch of polls. Oh, tons. That's What's this thing? one on? Asking Americans if they think different things are morally acceptable or not. Mm. Okay. Should be interesting. 2019, things are a little different. Things have changed. I mean, there's still some moral high ground. Uh, but uh, we're a little bit more okay with things, I guess, you would assume. As the time, Is it still 2019 or what, what year is it? It's 2019. <laughs> it's still 19, yes. yes. I thought we were living in the 1700s. No, it's, it's 2019. All right. 
so they asked people... Uh, Are uh, these things acceptable or not, morally? Yeah. Uh, using birth control. 92% of people say it's morally okay. Out of the people that were asked by this Gallup poll. Okay. Uh, drinking alcohol. 79% say morally okay. Okay. Divorce. It's the highest it's ever been since the poll launched back in 2001. Interesting. Back in 2001, it was only 59% of people saying it was okay. Now it's 77%. Mm -hmm. It's a reality, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's really, you know, it's really... Sometimes it might be your best option. Well, you know, look, man, there's a, you know, sometimes you make a mistake or people change or whatever. It's like, things change, Shaw. Uh, Sex before marriage. 71% of people say that that's okay now. Again, highest it's ever been. I bet. But... Yeah, test drive. Surprise, that's not even higher. Yeah, test <laughs> but, drive the car, Shaw. You got to mm-hmm. test drive it. Surprise, that's not even higher. Uh, again, this is the Gallup poll about mm-hmm. uh, things that uh, Americans think are morally acceptable. Uh, gambling at number five with sixty-eight percent of people saying that it is morally acceptable. Smoking pots at number six with sixty-five percent. Probably highest it's ever been. Ever been too? I would imagine. I'm guessing, yeah. Uh, being gay at number seven, sixty-three percent of uh, people say that it's morally acceptable. Sixty-seven percent was the all-time high last year. Mm. Again, this is according to the Gallup poll that just got released. Death penalty, 60%. Wearing fur, 53%. Down 60% from last year. We don't like people wearing fur. I see. I can see that. Uh, This one, of course, obviously a hot topic uh, right now, especially abortion. Only 42% of people, according to this Gallup poll, think that it's morally acceptable in 2019. That one, by the way, has been pretty steady over the years in terms of its rate. Um, Pornography. Right below that at 11, uh, 37% of people down 43% from last year. We're out on porn? Huh. When did this happen? It's, I got to go home and work on this. Not I gotta trending. Make, I got to make this thing. I got to turn that thing around. Uh, 12, cloning animals, 31% morally acceptable. Mm. 12% said cloning humans would be okay. Really? Yeah, whatever it takes, huh? <laughs> do we need more humans? I, don't I mean, so. honestly, no. do we really need more? We got enough. Uh, again, a Gallup poll about uh, things that are morally acceptable. Shaw, last on the list, 13. Uh, having an affair, only 9% of people think that's right. morally acceptable. So. Those are some heavy hitters. Those are the big dogs. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of stuff. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And when you have kids, it can be tough to find time to be intimate as a couple. Mm. Uh, but everything about this couple's approach was totally wrong. A 31-year-old woman, Rebecca Mecca, and her 32-year-old Wait boyfriend, a Wait a Rebecca, Rebecca Mecca. Mecca. Her real name is Rebecca Re- Mecca. Rebecca Mecca Dingy Doggins. Yeah. So when you get married, your name's going to be Julia Gulia? <laughs> no, it's not. It can't be Rebecca Mecca. It is, it is. Rebecca Mecca. And oh this goodness. is down in North Liberty, Iowa, just outside of Iowa. Mecca, City. Mecca, Rebecca, Banana, Fanta, Rebecca, me, Mom, Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> arrested around 1 in the morning ah. after a cop stumbled upon them having sex in the middle of a bike trail. Yeah, oh, hey. And it turns out they weren't just having sex in public. They had left Daniel's three-year-old son and Rebecca's nine-year-old daughter home alone to do it. Yeah, the nine-year-old will take care of the three-year-old. And they were both drunk on boxed wine. Ah, whatever. That sounds like the perfect date night. Both what? arrested for child endangerment. Have you ever had a nine and a three-year-old and tried to get away for a little pri- private interlude, Sean? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, you yeah. know how that ends. Never landed on the bike trail. A though. box of wine and a bike trail. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Get arrested, apparently. Oh, man. What time of night? One in the morning? Uh, ah, the yeah. kids are sleeping. Who cares? Rebecca Mecca. Rebecca Mecca had things to do. <laughs> she did. Rebecca Mecca. Mecca, Rebecca, Mecca, Mecca, Mecca. Mecca. <laughs> Your name can't be Rebecca Mecca. Is it? It is. Has they got a mugshot of these people? I have not seen a mugshot. I'm uh, sure I'm one gonna exists. Be, I'm gonna go Come on. You th- there's a bunch of Rebecca Meccas. 
Oh, there are mugshots. Okay. Oh, oh, she, yeah, she's, oh, man. Is she bike trail worthy? Oh, oh, I think it was dark. Is that what you're I saying? I would say it's, yeah, bike trail's about the only place you want to go with Rebecca Mecca <laughs> from Iowa. Okay. Rebecca Mecca, Rebecca. That can't be her real name. Come on, man. That's got to <laughs> Sure be- it is. I worked with a Misty Spritz spray. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Rebecca Mecca. That's such a great name. Her name was... Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Rebecca Mecca. Misty Spritz. That's what her parents named her. And then, and she, then got she married, married into a guy named Spray, Spray and hyphenated. <laughs> it's like when you first started dating him and you found out his last name was Spray, why didn't you just get out of there? Right. They're like, well, I've spent my whole life as Misty Spritz. I'm not going to date you anymore. How do you make Misty Spritz worse? <laughs> you had a hyphen in the word Spray at Misty the end of it. Spritz Spray. Spritz Spray. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't say it with a straight face. Rebecca Mecca. Oh, man. That's going to stick with me all day. Breaking Benjamin now. Bad news, happy music, courtesy of the Blue Moon Restaurant. <laughs> oh, no, I'm getting the giggles. That's not good. All right. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get to our, our daily check-in after this. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think they should have. Hotel, Shaw. Yeah. Things to consider before booking a hotel. Okay. Important if you're going to be traveling this summer. You and Gene both traveling, but you both already booked your hotel. I haven't booked so. my I hotel did. yet, so I, I like to. Flight. Oh, you haven't? All right. I do look at Yelp reviews, generally speaking. I don't buy into the Yelp thing because some of those are paid for. You know what I mean? I know, but I at least check it the out. Facebook the ones, I, 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 How many, you know, is this... Yeah. Top things to consider before you book a hotel, Shaw. Yep. Does it accept cash so your wife will never find out about it? <laughs> is this an hour thing? Is this by the hour? Right. Half hour? Is it Can I day? get 13 minutes? Top things to consider before booking a hotel. Does it come with a Bible so you can check out the Ten Commandments as you break them? Oh, nice. Are the bed bugs at least potty trained? <laughs> Are they holding signs? Welcome. Hello. Top things to consider before booking a hotel. Do you have an extra $7,000 in case you take a bag of cashews from the minibar? Yeah, right. That's about right. <laughs> don't drink that bottle of water, kid. Oh, no, man. don't Dave. open that bottle What was his name? Water. Dave Thomas? Was that the guy that was the, the PD over at KCLH? You, you shared a room with him and he for, ate that. For about 10 minutes and then he realized this was a bad idea. <laughs> I came busting in with my my Jimmy John's and I opened up the bottle, the $8 bottle. He said, don't open that, man. He said, oh, uh, you already yep. I'm drunk. Shut up. Go back to sleep. Top things to consider before booking a hotel. Do they have a sign noting the number of days since the last murder? Does it provide enough towels to line the doors and windows with (laughs) so nobody can smell the weed? (laughs) Don't see a hot box in it. Uh, Can you afford the rate of the hotel and the hooker? Uh Yeah. Got enough for a tip there, too. <laughs> Top things to consider before booking a hotel. Does the Continental Breakfast offer more than mm-hmm. many boxes of Rice Krispies from 2002? Mm, I hope is so, there more yeah. there? Or an like orange it. that's so hard that you can't even peel it? It's like, this is not fruit. Man, I love me some powdered eggs. They just go down <laughs> so delicious. Easy. Oh, they're just wonderful. <laughs> Top things to consider before booking a hotel. Does the creepy guy at the front desk talk to a mother who doesn't seem to be there? Ooh, Nobody's there. I saw that movie. Does the crime scene tape across the door add panache? <laughs> Gives it a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> Top things to consider before booking a hotel show. A couple more. Are the, mm-hmm. are the walls thin enough to not only hear the couple next door having sex, but also watch them? Oh, that's thin walls there. Yeah. That's really thin walls. That's some Arnold Schwarzenegger walls. 
And last but not least, uh, top things to consider before booking a hotel. Has anyone ever seen Donald Trump going into a particular room with a couple of hookers and a rubber sheet? Ooh. I think that was in Russia, wasn't it? That was in Russia. That was in Suppose, Russia. Allegedly. Fake allegedly. News. Did Fake you know news. that uh, Decker got, when they were in Seattle last week, at the Airbnb, so it's totally different, not a hotel, Airbnb. but Airbnb, yeah. that they got robbed? What? No, got, he didn't say anything about that. They got robbed. Out of the Airbnb, like from the homeowners? Well, the cops were like, you'll never see your stuff again, so. Sorry. Sorry. Moose out front should have told you? <laughs> wow. Like none of the homeowner's stuff was gone, right? So it was the homeowner's. Well. Like, Dude, that's what I don't do there, man. They got cameras set up. They're watching, your, they're watching you poop. You know, yeah, not yeah. that a hotel is all great or whatever, but at least there's some sort of there's some sort of company level to go to. You know Laptops, what I mean? Laptops, cameras, oh. cologne. Like, oh, did you hear his trail mix, vodka, weed, all sorts of stuff? Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. A message from the Japanese government. General Douglas MacArthur has been appointed the Supreme Allied Commander to receive the Japanese surrender. 95.7 The Rock, Morning Sickness, Brian, Gene, and Shaw in the newsroom for a three-way brought to us by House Diamond Jewelers. Some audio from the end of World War II, which was the number one most amazing moment of the last huh. 100 years, according mm-hmm. to a recent survey, Shaw. Yep. They asked people to name the most amazing or groundbreaking moments of the past 100 years. Obviously, a lot of technology and medical breakthroughs made the list by the most uh, by the way the most recent one was in 1989 so nothing in the last like <laughs> you know 30 years has uh, been all that, that amazing impactful? uh the top 10 are number one end of world war ii 1945 the very first organ transplant way back in 1954 huh. the first heart transplant 13 years later in 1967 I mean, think about that 1967 yeah. like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna take this heart out and we're gonna put this heart in mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing uh, the first uh, uh, number five, uh, four on the list, excuse me, of the uh, most amazing moments of the past 100 years. Number four, the rise of penicillin to treat things like blood poisoning back in the 1940s. The first man on the moon. That's a big one. 1969. A, yeah. Think about that. You're staring at that thing for centuries. They so. went to space. Uh, that made the list too. Number uh, number six is the Berlin Wall beginning to fall. 1989. That is the most recent one in the top ten. Uh, the first person in space, Russian cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin, back in 1961. The vaccine for tuberculosis, 1927, Shaw. There's a lot of medical stuff on this Yeah, list. medical stuff, obviously, big deal. I mean, you just, you know, you think about it, like, you know, the life expectancy back in, you know, the 1800s was in the 40s, maybe 50s, uh, the average life Even expectancy, and, and now we're up into the 80s here. Uh, number nine on the list of the 10 most amazing moments of the past 100 years, the first artificial heart uh, back in 1982. Uh, okay. Um, and then number 10, the first chemotherapy treatment, which was all the way back in 1956. Some other notable achievements from the top 50, Shaw, that didn't make the top 10. Okay. Uh, the first television way back in 1926. The first programmable computer in 1936. The first satellite, 1957. The first birth control pill, 1960. 1971 for the first email. Mm. The first cell phone call, 1973, Shaw. GPS in 1974. The World Wide Web, obviously, 1989. The first text message in 92 and YouTube in 2005. <laughs> the most amazing moments of the past 100 years, uh, according to a new survey of people. Can't beat that penicillin, man. <laughs> that yeah, is yeah, a all. powerful thing. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Some things that make you seem boring, Shaw? 
boring. Okay. Eating one strip of bacon? It's not on the list, actually. A um, couple things on here that make it seem boring, Sean. Not putting up your Christmas decorations in a timely fashion? Stop it. Having unbalanced conversations, Brian. Brian, meaning you talk too you mean much. like I interrupt everybody? <laughs> well, I have a lot to say. And what uh-huh. I have to say is pretty damn important. <clears throat> More so than it. But anyway. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying, Sean? Just... I- what? Trying to make that point. Yeah. You trying to say something? Uh, no. Why don't you just spit it out, Shaw? Meaning, Shaw, say it. you talk either too much or you don't talk enough. Ooh. Either one can make you seem boring. Try to find a balance where you contribute to the conversation, sure. Shaw, but you don't dominate Got it. it. Okay? Doing the same thing all the re- all the time. There is comfort in things being familiar, of course, but if you never step out of that routine ever, you become predictable. Yeah. And people who are too predictable aren't very exciting to hang out with, Shaw. Good wild card, bitches. <laughs> Having no sense of humor. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with anybody like that. No way. If you look, man, I'm not saying you got to like the jokes, but you got to appreciate the fact that it's a joke. Shaw, when you, you have a lot of cognitive flexibility, it means you can bounce from one topic to another and see things from different perspectives. That's important. People who get good at it tend to have an easier time finding humor in things and life. Mm-hmm. And number one, never having an opinion or taking a stance ever. Having a strong point of view usually makes you more interesting to be around. If all you do is regurgitate what other people say Mm. or avoid avoid taking a stance on anything, then you come up as boring, Shaw. You know me, Shaw. I'll take a stance. You take a stance, indeed. Um, A wide stance. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Three-way once again from Bremer Bank here on 95.7 The Rock. Rain is continuing to fall, as Shaw mentioned, should be over by about 9 o'clock this morning and then maybe some more this afternoon, but uh, clouds most of the day with a high of 80, which is fine because I'll be in my basement painting all freaking day. So that'll be that'll be great. That'll be a lot of fun. Looking I think it's going to gonna end. We'll have a dry afternoon. You can get high from paint fumes, right? Oh, sure. I would imagine. Sweet. You got to ventilate. Yeah. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Now, you didn't watch Game of Thrones, right, Shaw? I did not, no. Gene, you're... Uh, no, my my better half and my son do. Okay. Uh, I obviously watch it. Uh, X-Men movies, you watch it? Oh, those? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new one coming out. Yeah, there's, I got lost. Like, I watched a bunch, and then they just kept coming. Then, so I kind of, I haven't seen the last, I don't even know how many, because there, there was, was an the original, original runs, one. and then there was I the new ones. I haven't seen the, okay. yeah. Well, there's a new one coming out uh, this weekend, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, starring uh, Sophie Turner, who played Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones, Shaw. Okay. So, in honor of Sophie Turner, Factor Bullcrap, Sophie Turner edition. Oh, boy. I need some help here. <laughs> nothing. He's got nothing. Got nothing. You got nothing, Shaw? Mm-mm. She's lovely, by the way. Red hair. Oof. Watch out for them redheads, Shaw. Yeah. Her acting debut was as an extra in the very first Harry Potter movie. Is that fact or bullcrap? Acting, Shaw. Uh, acting. Let's say fact. She was only four years old when Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone started filming, and she was not in it. Her, prefer- her first professional gig was... Game of Thrones, she was 13 when she got cast, 14 when they filmed season one. Wow. Sorry, Shaw, you didn't get that one right. Yeah, I didn't expect to. You got four more chances here. Okay. Factor Bullcrap, Sophie Turner edition, yes. who plays Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones and, of course, plays uh, the Dark Phoenix in the new X-Men movie. She took her husband's name, so she's technically not Sophie Turner anymore. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Uh, fact. Hoo-ah! Legal name is Sophie Belinda Jonas now. She married Joe Jonas, one of the Jonas brothers Ooh. in Vegas last month, took okay. his name. She still goes by Sophie Turner professionally, though, Shaw. You got that one right, Shaw. Nice job. Thanks. You know about the Jonases. Yeah, you bet. Factor bullcrap. Sophie Turner edition. 
She says the word onions every time she walks across a storm drain. Oh, boy. Uh, that's that is spe- she doesn't say mean. onions. She says carrots. So. Say, yeah, let's call bull crap. Uh, she, does. she does. She apparently has a phobia of walking over storm drain, Shaw. Quote, someone once told me to say the word onions when I walk over one, and it will reverse the curse, so now I say it every time. Okay. Reverses the curse. That is an interesting thing. Yeah. Right there. Interesting. So she's got that going for her. Step on a crack and break your mother's back. All mm. right. Two more, Shaw. Fact of Bullcrap, Sophie Turner edition. She's bragged about the strength of her bladder. <laughs> Who hasn't? Well, right. Yeah. Let's say fact. Hoo-ha! 2016, she said, quote, I have a really strong bladder and I only pee twice a day. When I was Ooh. little, I used to hold it until I wet myself. I think I stretched my bladder so much now that I'm able to hold it for hours. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's one claim to fame, I guess. I guess. I don't know. There's plenty of bathrooms, man. Mm-hmm. Last one, Shaw. Factor Bullcrap, Sophie Turner edition here on The Morning Sickness. She has an Instagram account that's dedicated to reviewing sausages. Ooh, I like this. Sausage. If this is true, I like this. Okay, let's say fact. Ooh, uh, says, oh, she reviews sausages. Unfortunately, she hasn't posted in over a year. She's been kind of busy, obviously. Yeah. But Sophie's Sausage Reviews... Is a real account she created. It has about 40,000 followers. I love that. And she reviews all sorts of different sausages. Well, there's so many to review. I, mean, I like that. The other is Shaw. Tubular meat, Shaw. Mm-hmm. How many sausages can you name, Shaw? I well, never the tried. Polish I and the know. bratwurst. Knockwurst. Knockwurst, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Polish sausage. Kielbasa. <laughs> Kielbasa, yeah. Yeah. Brats, is that, a, is that considered a... How about breakfast sausage? Is that a, like a sausage, link? Yeah. link? Breakfast link, sausage patty. link, yeah. How about the little Patty's mini ones account. that you put with the grape a... jelly and the chili thing and the, the little party oh, wieners? Smoky, are those a smoky, 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 smoky? Oh, yeah. Those are delicious. Wrap them in crescent roll dough. Yeah. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Keeping a local on the Cross's north side, the Flipside Pub and Grill, hooking you up with the summer party tip each and every Wednesday during the summer months at 8.05-ish. Give me some tips on how to party hardy all summer long. Party! Party on, Wayne. Because it is almost, well, it's not officially summer, but anything after Memorial Day kind of counts. It falls into that category. These are some things that I've learned over the years in regards to partying in your own backyard uh, because we have a big summer party at our house every year. This year, I think, is our 12th or 13th annual. We have a lot of these. And when you're having people over and they're in your space, these are some things that they have And we've learned quite a bit over the years. Uh, You know, a lot of times you've got to encounter mistakes before you can fix them and, and make things better. I would say the number one thing is depending on the amount of people you got coming over your house, porta potties. I know that's a key thing. Number one thing, man, it it has saved our lives. Not that we we have one bathroom; it's small. It put a lot of strain on the toilet, and it's just something I don't want to deal with. So the porta potties really help in that aspect. It also keeps people outside. Um, You know, there's tons of foot traffic in our house that day, but if you can keep some of the people outside as opposed to going inside. It's definitely a, a, mm-hmm. an assist. So mm-hmm. big thanks to Fans Arcade Pumping Services for every well, year providing us with a We talked about that with graduation parties, too, yeah. depending on where you're having yeah. If you're having it at your house, but there's a ton of people coming over, think about that. The two other things uh, that I've found over the years that have been super-duper helpful is a lot of garbage barrels. Mm-hmm. You know, we do a t- our thing is a big food thing. A lot of people bring uh, dishes to pass, and there's a lot of trying to outdo everybody else. So, so paper plates and stuff going tons here. Tons of paper plates and, and garbage and stuff. Yeah, and bottles going here. I wouldn't even recommend trying that. I I've tried it before. It doesn't work out so well. You get, get some mixed. alcohol flowing, things get mixed. But just having the receptacles there and providing people with, you know, several different trash barrels 
gives you the opportunity to have to pick up less uh, the next morning. Cigarette butt receptacles as well. So what I do is I take some uh, sand, I put it in put some plastic buckets or, or whatever, and then I put them out all over the place. And it, it doesn't stop it from happening, but it helps to ha- uh, stop uh, some of the cigarette butts from ending up on my lawn. Um, if you're a couple, this is the other thing Arisa and I have learned in our years of doing our party. Uh, the first couple of years, we would both get schnockered and get drunk at our own party. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, this, this is, is terrible. Right. So we, we alternate years that we get wasted. Uh, so like one year it's me, the next year it's her. We try to stay a little bit sober because there's a lot of cleanup that happens towards the end of the sure, night. Sure, sure. Especially with all the food that we have out. You, you got to put all that stuff away or it's going to waste. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it gets thrown away, obviously, but uh, some of the food we try to sure. stick it back Save in the, in the, in the fridge. Um, the other thing we learned, sadly, this was uh, we got burned by this. Um, you know, we invite a lot of different people over. People bring their friends. We can't control everybody that stops by our house. Uh, hide your drugs and your valuables. Unfortunately, if you've got medicine in your medicine cabinet, we learned the hard way. Uh, the guy who stole 29 of my 30 pills <laughs> but left me the one. Thanks. I appreciate it. Right. But hide that stuff. Put it, you know, maybe upstairs under the bed or that something like that. should be somewhere else anyway. Yeah. And, and, and the other one that, uh, you know, should be something you already know, but uh, this works out really well for us. We use all those old lager cups from the games, the lager games, mm-hmm. the, the beer cups, and a Sharpie. Uh, so we put those out for the Always. for the keg, and then people can write their name. And Always. You're probably not going to have the same cup at the end of the night that you started with, but maybe you'll have it for most well, of the I day. Well, I do that with kid birthday parties. You've got 12 kids. It's like you just use the same cup the rest of the night. We're yeah. not, you know, every time you need something to drink, we don't need another plastic cup. Yeah, so there you go. Some tips uh, from my personal experience in regards to our summer party that we have every year at our house. It's time to party. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. You know, assaulting someone with a condiment still counts as assaulting someone. A taco. Uh, 37-year-old Peter Wagman in Florida uh, has been with his 41-year-old girlfriend for 11 years. And the other night they got into an argument. She eventually went to sleep. But she woke up early in the morning to find the man standing over her pouring ketchup on her in bed. Mm. He said, that's what you get. And then called her a foul name. Could be worse. He was arrested for battery. I had a roommate once, my first roommate, when I was 18, moved Adam Green. And every time he was in the shower, I would go in there because we didn't have nothing but beer and condiments in our fridge. We were those, those guys. And I would go and pour ketchup and mustard on him over the shower curtain. He'd get so pissed. <laughs> Why would you do he that? was in just the shower a, as opposed just to, to being... Be a, just to be a jerk. I got you know, it. Because it was okay. funny. He'd freak out. Okay. And here's a woman who apparently didn't just want to do karaoke. She needed to do karaoke. Oh, yeah. She oh, yeah. Doris Vallejo Godoy was at a Mexican restaurant in Texas for karaoke night. And she wound up getting into an argument with a man over who was up next to sing. She got so upset that she hit the guy in the face, then pulled out her gun and pointed it at him. She was next? Is she that was, what you're Well, that's what she claimed. She ended up being arrested on two felony charges. There is no word on just what song she wanted to sing. Was it Hakuna Matata? Was it shirtless with uh, Drew I was shirtless. in the background? Drew was shirted. I was shirtless. I think I know. I think it's a funnier story if Drew is shirtless, but so it was me. I. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. And he just started singing. I, as a person, I probably only like three of us uh, out of us uh, that has actually hosted karaoke. Have you done? Uh, I haven't hosted. I've no. sang a couple times. Okay, but I've hosted. I, I worked in a bar, the Uptown Tavern, it's many years good. ago. And I tell you, man, those karaoke people, you don't F with them because they take it. Seriously, she even was, to this day, 30 years after the start of American Idol, they still think some record producer yeah. is going to show up at some dive bar in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and pick them out of the lineup to be the next superstar. Well, she was I had next. a kid punch me once. 
He punched me. You were the host and he yeah, punched Yeah, he punched me because I didn't put him up there. I'm like, you stink. I'm like, no one comes here to hear you. You suck. Get out of the bar. And he would write all these slips for these terrible songs. And, uh, and I'm not saying I'm a great singer, but, dude, you're terrible. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, but sometimes they they have a right to No, they don't. Share you got to edit these people. I'm sorry. The you got to edit them. Look, someone's got to be the person to tell them the truth. I'm not going to lie to people about this stuff. If you stink, don't no. go up on stage. We were not good at all. I was not good either time I was up yeah, there, Yeah, but if Shaw. you're just drunk and having fun with your friends, whatever. All right, cool. You go up, you sing a song everybody knows. This kid's People trying. laugh, yeah. It's- yeah, have fun with it, whatever. But this guy's up there thinking he's some sort of superstar. I'm like, you stink. Oh, it's terrible shot. It is funnier when I think it was Drew shirtless, by the way. I mean, That's it fine. does make a funnier story. What if we took the picture? I don't, actually, I don't think there's a picture. There's just video. I was going to say, what if we photoshopped his head on my body? Or you have the... <laughs> that would look so weird. He's so skinny. Anna <laughs> asked him yesterday, you lose weight? I'm like, so he could be transparent? I think he had like three burgers and seven course lights eater. at the Speedway. Yeah. No, he puts him down. He's... The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think they should have. There's another anniversary today, Shaw. Um, One a little less serious than the anniversary of D-Day. It's the anniversary of Tetris. Oh. The video game. Uh Came out 35 years ago today. The first playable version was finished on June 6th of 1984. Most of us didn't play it until five years later when it came out on Nintendo. Uh Here's some interesting stuff about Tetris that you might not know, Shaw. Okay. It got its name from the Greek word tetra, which means four. The guy who made the game loved tennis, so we combined the two mm. words for Tetris. Got it. The four block cells, the one that look like a box, yeah, yeah, yeah. have a name. They're called tetro tetrominoes, <laughs> like okay. a domino. Got it. The guy who created Tetris didn't see any profits until the mid nineties. Why, Shaw? Because the Soviet government owned the rights for the first ten years. What? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, after just watching that Chernobyl thing on HBO, that I'm not, not surprised. Surprise. I'm not surprised to find that out. Uh, Tetris, of course, turning 30 to 35 years old today, Shaw. Some other interesting facts about Tetris. It's the most ported game ever, meaning it's been on more systems than any oh, other video okay. game. Guinness puts the number really? at 65 back in 2010. Wow. So Nintendo, Super Nintendo, yeah, Sega. Yeah, all I the, get you know, that, like, but I can't believe that. Anywhere. Yeah. Uh, game Boy version was the first video game played in space back in 1993. It took Tetris to space. <gasps> Did they play it on Uranus? When was the last time you had some Tetris in Uranus, Shaw? <laughs> it's been a while. The theme song, this theme song, yeah, yeah. the Tetris, is a Russian folk tune from the 1800s that actually has lyrics. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, they took away the lyrics, though, because it's about a peddler, uh, not a pedo, but a peddler uh, who Selling seduces a young peasant a- girl. Mm. Oh, yeah. Probably Study- need the words. This, this part's interesting. Tetris, uh, 35 years old today, an interesting fact about Tetris. Studies have shown that the uh-huh. game, Tetris, can increase the thickness of your cerebral cortex Make by almost smarter. half a millimeter and... A study this year, 2019, found it might also help with PTSD. Uh huh. Makes it, it can really affect your brain, make you smart. Thinking about spatial relations and all of that. An early computer version in 1987. I love this. Had a boss button function, so if your boss walked by, you could quickly put up a generic spreadsheet. It Nothing just to had, see here. It had one on the go, a, re- a spreadsheet working. ready to go. Uh, I need those TPS reports right here, sir. I got that. Working on that right now. Busy working on that. I'm not going to come in today. Uh, there was a sequel to Tetris in 1989 called Weltris where you basically played the same game in three different dimensions. It was very confusing, obviously not very popular. And Never the Tetris World Championships, Shaw, still happen every single year. The next one is in Portland in October. They don't tell you what the what the what they make on it? 
what the payout is. I don't know, the, but I'm assuming it's quite a bit of money because once you get past level five, it's all I'm all I'm done. <laughs> Dunsky man. Once it starts going super fast, I don't know how people keep up. Can you make the thing longer so I got more time? I know it's happening. Send it so down you're... there, but uh, give me a little bit more space. My reaction time is not. I can't. Oh my god! <sighs> I pressed B. Come on, I know I pressed B. Tetris, 35 years young today. Sweet. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Jay-Z, hip-hop's first billionaire, Shaw. Did you hear about that? I did, yeah. Have you ever thought about a hip-hop career? You ever, <laughs> yeah, never. Ever, I ever sure spit you. hot rhymes? No. No? Hip-hop, hippity-hip-hop-pop. No, you never did Sonic. karaoke with some Not my Grandmaster Jane, no. Flash? No. Do you know on this day the uh, the two live crew album came out that got that got uh, obscene? It got right. the, the first label. ever yeah. had a label obscene. That was this uh, on this day like thirty years ago, I think it was. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, nineteen ninety, twenty nine years ago. As nasty as they want to be, a court ruled that it was obscene, making it illegal to sell. And then there was a guy who owned a record store a couple days later who got arrested for selling it. That's how far we've come, Shaw. <laughs> yeah, here are some reasons your hip hop career has God. not taken off, Shaw. Okay. A reason why your hip hop career has not, not taken off. You, not, not, yeah. you only drink cough syrup when you know you have a cough. <laughs> you don't drink the syrup. Syrup. Top reasons your hip hop career has not taken off. Two words: bling allergy. Yeah. A little allergic to the bling. Gives me a little rash on my neck. Top reasons your hip hop career has not taken off. The only Kardashian who returns your calls is Rob Kardashian. <laughs> Rob, stop calling. Seriously. Your first attempt at rhyming was a song about oranges, and it just went downhill from there. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of street cred there. Top reasons your hip-hop career has not taken off. You have a song about how you don't lie about your appreciation for women with flat, droopy butts. You like big butts and you cannot lie. Cannot lie, Shaw. Top reasons your hip-hop career hasn't taken off. Your idea of making it rain is crying at the end of the notebook. (laughs) That the one where they kiss in the rain? I don't know. He grabs it. It was awful. Well, yeah, it's a Nicholas Sparks movie, so of course it's awful. Top reasons your hip hop career has not taken off: you can't find anyone to join your posse, despite handing out flyers at your bar mitzvah. Yeah, come on. Your last mixtape got a terrible review from your grandmother. (laughs) You know, Shaw, I'm just not feeling that. She's not down with it, huh? Your uh, nickname, by the way, your street name is Lil Talent. Pretty much sums it up right there. Some other reasons why your hip-hop career hasn't taken off. It's hard to rap about feelings of self-doubt and anxiety. (laughs) Probably not that hard. I don't think it is anymore. It's uh, Yeah, everybody knows that subject. Uh, You can throw your hands in the air and you cannot care, but you can't do both simultaneously, Shaw. It's just not a thing. I'm multi-tat. It's very hard to do that Chewing gum and walking, Mm -hmm. can't do it. Top reasons your hip-hop career hasn't taken off. A couple more, Shaw. Your street cred is limited to a street in Salt Lake City, Utah. (laughs) You you know their streets, their addresses are like, for instance, they live at 45 North, 680 South. That's the addresses are like where the streets combine as opposed to like Liberty Street. No offense to our boys in bliss. I'm never going there. (laughs) Couple more, Shaw. Two more. Top reasons your hip-hop career hasn't taken off. Your last three albums were released exclusively through MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) Hello? Can anybody any, hear me? Anyway, hello. And last but not least, Shaw, you're, uh, the number one reason your hip-hop career has not taken off, you only use Smash Mouth samples. <laughs> that does work, I think, yeah, for some people, though. like that. Smash Mouth? You like Smash Mouth, Shaw? Mm-hmm. And get them here for uh, Riverfest maybe one year? I'd see them, yeah, sure. They're play- they're, they played at Broadfest last week, I think, right, didn't they? In Madison? Yeah. I think they right. did. Or two weeks ago? I thought they did. 
Smash Mouth All-Star. Mm-hmm. Hey, now, I'm an all-star. Yeah. Get your game on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, get your game on, go play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My kid constantly. Is. Does he like this? No, my one of my daughters sings it all the time. Ain't the shop. You know all the words. I know. She, Everybody does. Yep. One of those songs, man. With their finger in her thumb. They learned the it in band, so oh, it's like, like gotcha. it's... Yeah. And then you get the waka 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 whack. You know you want to go to Riverfest and drink some beers and listen to this one. They had the Spin Doctors a couple of years ago. I think they played uh, that Two Princes song like seven times in their one set. <laughs> I'm just, oh, it's this one again. Well, I think they, they came out and played it and then they uh, played the whole album and they played it again when they played the whole album. I think that was the deal. Smash Mouth at Riverfest. You know people would go see that. Yeah, that's not a thing, though. It's all... Well, I tried to get Hootie before the Hootie thing happened. Nobody wanted to spend the money. Just write a check. That's all you got to do. We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.